0: Good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Eight o'clock time for the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. We have the radio going this morning. Got it going on on the radio, got it going on on our stream. Remember, you can always listen to Planet Radio. If you're away from your radio, then you can go to listen to the planet.com and listen live there. Our apps, go to the App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to the Planet. You can put our free app on your iPhone, your Android. Listen that way. We're on iHeart. We're also on TuneIn. Search Listen to the Planet there. And Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Got to remember to do that with Alexa. Always got to remind you to do that. And then also we got the Facebook Live video. If you want to see me inside the Chris Logan Media Studios this morning, you want to... Comment on any of the topics. You can do so there. You can always text in two three three seven two two seven zero three six five. Well, we got the Facebook live video. Also, got a podcast too. If you're in a podcasting and you like the Power Hour, you ever miss the Power Hour, then you can go to Spotify. We got the video podcast there. Search for the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. And then also, we have it on Apple and Google Podcasts. But that's just the audio. And then also, our live video stays up on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page all the time. So if you ever miss any of the power hours, you can go back there and you can watch. But also, got to say thanks to Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the official restaurant of the morning show. On Shaman Metairie in Youngsville. On Doucet in Lafayette. Online, Boy. Stayed up late. I, look, and I, I didn't drink last night. I think I had one drink. I, I did have a little bourbon. That was it. I went to visit uh, my friends over at the uh, Katie Parrish Chamber of Commerce. They were next door to where I was, and I went to see Megan. And she said, hey, you want to get a drink? I, I mean, when somebody offers you a drink, you can't pass it up. So they had some Woodward, uh, Woodford Reserve. I had that on ice. And that was the only thing I drank last night. That and two Red Bulls and a five-hour energy. Because <laughs> I'm getting old, bro. I can't do that late thing. I, I DJed and MC'd at the Rice Festival on the main stage doing it again tonight. And then last night, I DJed at Sam's place. So I, I got back late. I think I got three hours of sleep, but it's all right. It's okay. going to catch me a little nap later on today. Get some more energy drinks in me, and then we'll be good for tonight. Boy, Rice Festival, too, they got some great entertainment tonight. I know on the main stage, uh, it's Cupid. And look, you, you, you may not be into you know, Cupid Shuffle or some of the stuff that Cupid does, but his live show will absolutely blow you away. Uh, then Molly Ringwalls after that, and then Wayne Toops tonight. I'm going to be on stage for Wayne Toops, boy. going to be good. Uh, what else we got going? Um, that I'm sure there's other stuff going on around Acadiana too. I just can't think right now. Like I, I don't even have my computer. So luckily, since we are live on Facebook, I got a second computer that we do streaming with, and then I have this TV monitor in here that I, I can monitor the Facebook live. I use this platform called StreamYard. And so I can monitor there. So i have some backup notes on that computer. If, if I ever need to click on a link and bring a story onto the screen, I can. So, dude, I'm getting things ready. I got a couple texts from people. My buddy Dwayne gave me a hard time for wanting to take a nap today. He's like, dude, you get old? I'm like, I know. There's no, there's no denying that. <laughs> so then I'm, I'm texting him back. I'm like, okay, we got a minute left in the song. I'm sitting down at my little desk. I got my little microphone, and I look, and I don't have my computer. And then I start talking, and I'm like, wait a minute. You can't get up and go get your computer. But I do have some backup notes on my second computer where we have the Facebook live stream going. So luckily, I I got my notes there. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. However you're doing it this morning, I appreciate
1: it more than you know, seriously. Question of the day today. And this came
0: from a story that I saw from Men's Health. And it said, remember this before you lend your neighbor a hammer. One in four men have lent a tool to a neighbor and never gotten it back. Hey, bro, can I borrow that drill? That neighbor comes over. Hey, man, think I can get a a Phillips screwdriver? You Got an Allen wrench that I can borrow? Real quick, I'm going to bring it right back. Still sitting at that cat's house. (laughs) So one in four men. Gave their neighbor something, never got it back. The top three tools the average guy admits buying because he thinks they're cool, sledgehammers, a router, and a circular saw. Kind of manly, huh? But the question of the day today has to do with that. What was the last thing you let someone borrow and never got back? For me, it's money. I let someone borrow money, never, and I never got it back. Casey says tools. Uh, my man Scooter says a ham sandwich.
1: Nicholas says a really nice acoustic guitar. Kuyon do y'all? my blower fan. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh,
0: oh, Lindra has a bunch of money. Tiffany says money. Pat says money. Teddy says a battery charger. Bridget says my car. Cool. Dang. Uh, Chris says, someone's going to say their wife. I hope not. Paul says, so now you feeling guilty about the 50 bucks you owe me, dude. I don't, I don't think I owe you any money. Matt says tools, tools, and tools. Chris says golf clubs. Uh, Lisa says a ball gal,
1: but for me, it's money. And, but, and and it was a decent amount of money. And I mean, not
0: enough to get Pauly Walnuts to go and break some kneecaps. I mean, not like that. Not that much, but but enough. It wasn't twenty bucks. It was more than a hundred bucks. But also, when you let people borrow things,
1: how far do you go to to get them back? Right? Because for me, like
0: like for me, if I'm gonna ask like twice, three times, and and you don't, then I'm probably gonna forget about it. And and move on,
1: or or do you keep on until you get it back, dude? I want that drill back, dude. I want that money back. I want uh, I
0: want that Phillips screwdriver back. I need it. I need that ratchet set back. Give me my wife back. I mean, what whatever whatever it is, <laughs> Carl. Good morning. Thanks for uh, commenting on the Facebook Live. Brent, what's up? Good morning. Uh, talking a little bit about uh, DJing. He says, at least they didn't bring you Jaeger. Yep. Boy, Jaeger back in the day, that was like the shot that everyone brought a DJ in the bar or club. It was always a shot of Jaeger. And I'm about to throw up in my mouth right now.
1: And, and like I said, I, I didn't even drink last night. I just, I just stayed up late. Later than I should. But
0: I had, had fun last night with my buddy Crack and my buddy Steven uh, over at Sam's Place and had some fun at the Rice Festival, too. What else we got this morning? Let's see, let's see what's on, on my notes. Oh, Saints lost to the Jags last night. I didn't get to see that because I was at the Rice Festival. I was in and out the Opera House. They have a VIP area for some of the sponsors. And there was a TV in there with the game on, so I popped in and out. And it was at the beginning we were losing, and then I saw the pick six, but I didn't see the end. I didn't see the little wannabe comeback by the Saints and Foster Moreau not
1: hauling in that pass. You you got to catch that dog. I know, I know you're battling cancer. I I I know,
0: but you got to You got to bring in. You got to bring in that pass. Then that would have tied the game up, correct? And maybe we would have got the win, but, but we lost the sunshine. We lost to sunshine. That's what I call Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine from, from Remember the Titans. Easiest schedule in the NFL. I know I keep harping on that. And that's I I, I think that's what upsets me so much because I am normally. In somewhat of a world of pessimistic sports fans or Saints fans, I, I try to be optimistic maybe a little too much. Now, I'm going to ride with the Saints. And I'm, I'm a pre-Super Bowl Saints fan. I didn't jump on the bandwagon after the fact. But there's just something about this season that's really getting to me, and I think it's because the ease of our schedule. The fact that we don't, we don't play a top-five quarterback. We lost the sunshine.
1: Our next game is Sunday October 29th. And we're on the road against the Colts.
0: Are we going to let Gardner Minshew the backup for the Colts beat us? Maybe. Chicago Bears after that, Justin Fields is he playing? I know he was he was hurt a little bit. Then Kirk Cousins, Atlanta, I don't
1: even remember the dude's name. Who's the Lions quarterback? Is it Jared Goff? It was it was
0: for us. It was it was like it was in our hands, man. And and I think that's the reason why I'm so upset. 811, the power hour rolling on. Planet Radio 106.7, Rage Cajuns, homecoming game tomorrow homecoming week this week, and it, 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 it it's not going to be an easy homecoming game for the Cajuns. You know that happens in high school. You schedule an easy team. That way, you kind of make sure you get a win, get everybody hyped up for homecoming. It's going to be a tough game for the Cajuns. They have Georgia State, and it's a 7 o'clock kickoff at Cajun Field Saturday night. Tigers, they have Army at home. I believe, uh, I think that's a 6:30 kickoff. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's a 6:30
1: kickoff. And then locally, always want to give them a shout out. But coming up this weekend, the John Mel- uh, Melvin University Millers
0: in Crowley. they're on the road at Lyon College. And that is a 1:30 kickoff for them in Arkansas. Miller's Dash athletics.com if you want to learn more online university they're doing a lot with local athletes Uh, they're offering a lot of different sports and they're doing some great things also this is coming up too the louisiana wrestling alliance presents rumble in the rice capital october 28th at the rice festival building doors at 5 bell time 6 30 tickets can be bought at eventbrite.com i got an email from my buddy adam who's one of the coaches for the millers And he said, hey, man, you mind mentioning this because the Millers are getting proceeds from this wrestling event. If you want more information, 337-785-0850. I see the flyer right here, dude. There's some guy that looks, he got the old school, looks like he's fighting in the Mid-South Wrestling. There's another cat on this flyer. Looks like he's a a smaller version of the one-man gang. But all in all, just a little local wrestling event coming up on the 28th. Major League Baseball postseason. If you like baseball, probably following that. Phillies lead the Diamondbacks two games to one. And the Astros tied it up. Astros-Rangers, that series is tied 2-2. And so the next game, game five, Houston at Texas. 4 7 on FS1 today. And then game four. Philly at Arizona 707 tonight on TBS I still said Astros and Diamondbacks I may be wrong on that, but that was my pick for the World Series this year also I saw this too uh and we might have to wait on this because uh this I don't have this in in my notes here so we're gonna have to push this back to the second half of the power hour but it, it's coming up. Hearing your favorite song on the radio is one of life's most delightful moments. Pretty cool, right? Yesterday, we talked a little bit about, about nostalgia, eating stuff when you were a kid, that witch, macaroni and cheese,
1: chicken nuggets, Kool-Aid, the big pack of Kool-Aid, that, came, that the sugar came in already. Remember that? But nostalgia is good for you. Nostalgia puts you in a great mood. And
0: I hope listening to Planet Radio 106.7 in that nostalgia puts you in a great mood. But we're going to talk about that coming up. I don't have those notes. Because like I said, I'm working on three hours sleep. And I forgot to grab my, my main computer to get my notes on that. But I can click on this one. Eunice Walmart, this is from KLFY.com, the latest victim in an ongoing issue of people putting credit card skimmers on top of credit card payment machines in an attempt to steal money and personal information. Mm -mm. Eunice police posted images of surveillance video inside the Eunice Walmart showing two unidentified suspects distracting the cashier and installing the card skimming device before leaving the store and running towards a nearby shopping center where they were no longer seen on video. As the search continues for the suspects, Chris Babin with the Better Business Bureau says reports of business dealings with this type of crime has continued to increase each year as less and less people pay with cash. That's true. He says last year in 2022, there were over 161,000 reports throughout the country of those types of devices being installed at point-of-sale systems. And you also hear about that a lot, used to, at gas stations. Got to watch, watch at gas stations as well. But this was in a Walmart. And then also I was reading about this not that long ago and I, I I didn't quite understand how it would happen, but like if you went, and more times than not, it was at a self-checkout lane counter, self-checkout machine, whatever whatever you call it. And you would go to pay for your stuff, and it charged your stuff and the people before you because they didn't fully pay. They used some kind of gift card that maybe tricked the machine, and you ended up paying more, and you paid for whatever the person had before you.
1: But I mean, how bad is it that, that you know these criminals are going to try to do it in a Walmart? In a Walmart.
0: Got to keep your head on a swivel these days, man, in more ways than one. <laughs> also, I'm pretty excited about this. I don't think we're going to see Chef Gordon Ramsay in Lake Charles, but... He is opening up a restaurant in Louisiana. Opening up a restaurant in the Horseshoe, Lake Charles Hotel and Casino. This is Chef Gordon Ramsay's first venture into Louisiana, according to the resort's website. The restaurant, called Gordon Ramsay Steak, will not attempt to duplicate or imitate the distinctive cuisine of Louisiana. Instead, it says it will feature upscale steakhouse it will have American Wagyu, prime grade steaks and chops, as well as Chef Ramsey's signature dish, Beef Wellington. I've never had beef wellington. It doesn't look good to me, but if I'm going to eat at this place, that's what I'm getting. Because I saw him rip some new you know what's on Hell's Kitchen because they couldn't get that dang Wellington right, right? I want some, I want some beef wellington like you cook on Hell's Kitchen, and I want a risotto. And I want that perfect. If not, I'm going to send it back. huh? I'll watch Chef Ramsay. I know what's up. I know this risotto's not quite what I ordered. I know this beef Wellington is overdone. I'll watch my share of reality shows. But no, I mean, I, I think that's very cool. And Chef Ramsay was quoted in a report in Business Wire, said I'm honored to open a Gordon Ramsay steak at the the brand-new Horseshoe Lake Charles. So apparently he has somewhat of a partnership with Caesars Entertainment, which is uh, getting him connected into some of these casinos. Well, that's pretty cool. According to the report, the restaurant will seat over 200 guests overlooking the lake and feature a full bar serving photo-worthy cocktails and an extensive wine list. No opening date has been announced. The restaurant's page on the casino's website says coming soon, and the first reservations available on open table are on November 15th. And the Harshoe Lake Charles Hotel and Casino is at 100 Westlake Avenue in Westlake. Pretty cool. I'm going to have to go and check that out. I, I, I like a good steak, too. It comes from Gordon Ramsay, dude. Forget about it. What else we got? What else we got on my notes that I, that I can read here? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I got this. This is one of our uh-uh stories. And this is, this is almost just like a strange uh-uh story.
1: Because there's different kinds of uh-uh stories. You know, there's amazed uh-uh
0: stories. But this one's just a strange uh-uh story. A 71-year-old African man has been living in an isolated house surrounded by a 15-foot fence for over half a century because being too close to women terrifies him. The guy was only 16 when he decided that his his fear of women was just too much to bear. He couldn't stand being around members of the opposite sex, let alone talk to them, so he built a wooden fence around his home, and he has not stepped outside his property since. Years. And instead of shunning him, the women of his community have always looked after him. And they throw stuff over his fence like food and clothing. He has never opened the door for them, though, but he does use the things that they give to him. Dude, scared of women. Enough to build a fence around his house like for years and years and years. And he doesn't go outside. It's like an episode of Big Brother that just never ends. Hey, Mr. So-and-so, I got you. Uh, I made a little rice and gravy last night. Here you go. I'm just
1: going to throw it over the fence. Okay, thank you. I bought some bananas down at the market. Thought you might want some
0: since I hadn't seen you in 35 years. Here you go. You good? What you need? Ah, uh, I could use some toothpaste if you don't mind. I'll get you next week, Mr. So-and-so. I'll see you then. So still coming up the second half of the Power Hour, we're going to get to that that one that I couldn't get to, that headline, that hearing your favorite song on the radio is one of life's most delightful moments. This other uh uh-uh story, 400,000 pounds worth of stolen beef found at a Florida veggie farm. What really helps a hangover? Also, this football season canceled for 12-year-olds following a fight and a
1: gun threat. Some dads are going after it. How old should your kid be before he or she can go trick-or-treating alone?
0: And can you eat the pumpkin you use for a jack-o'-lantern? And the worst guess in Wheel of Fortune history could have happened recently. I'll tell you more about that coming up. Anna on the Facebook Live says, wonder if he returns anything he borrowed. I'm not sure. Talking about the 71-year-old guy in Africa that built the fence around his house. He hollered, hey, anybody got a uh, a drill that I can borrow? Got to holler every once in a while for people passing in front of his house. Somebody throws a drill over. Here you go, Mr. So-and-so. All right, I'm going I'm to get it back to you tomorrow. Walk by about 2 o'clock. I'm going to throw it back to you. Also, Anna says, better bring the Tonys, talking about the Chef Gordon Ramsay restaurant. I've had the Wellington and risotto at his restaurant in Vegas. It's different, but not what we're used to. But, but, and, and I get it, Anna. But if I, if I, if I get it, like, I want that experience. Like If I go to your house and you're cooking rice and gravy and you cook it spicy, don't, don't not put spice because of me. I mean, let's rock with it. If I go to Chef Ramsay's restaurant and the risotto is not seasoned well, I mean, well, it, it, it kind of is what it is. But I, 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 I get it. I want that full experience. I'm not going to break out some Cajun seasoning. I'm not going to break out some Jamie on seasoning to put on Chef Ramsay's risotto. I'm going to eat it just like, just like he's going to give to. But I'm excited about that. Might have to make me some reservations maybe early next year when things slow down and I'm not DJing too many wedding receptions. Because right now I'm in, I'm in fall wedding reception mode. I don't have a break until, I think, Christmas. So maybe I'll make reservations January, February. But then we have an early Mardi Gras this year, so I probably got stuff on the books for next year. But I'm going to have to make some time to go. Get me some of that Chef Ramsay beef wellington and risotto. And if it's not good, I'm going to send it back.
1: Shut it down. <laughs> I, I,
0: I forgot to watch. I like, I like Chef Ramsey, And I think there's a new kitchen. There's a new kitchen nightmares that they have on, on Fox, K-A-D-N. I always forget to catch it. But I think for the past couple, three weeks, it's been on. Shut it down. So we got the second half of the power hour. It's on the way. Planet Radio 106.7. Shut it down. <laughs> uh, let me let me go get my computer, man, so I can I can get to uh, some of
1: my other notes. Hang on, do I have time? Yeah, I got about two minutes. All right.
0: (laughs) Anna says, plan a citizen's party and order the Wellington and risotto for everyone. And have us like a table of tin. Better be right or we're going to shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. If, if I could, if, if I had a chance to like to meet someone, I think I would pick, uh, Chef, Chef Gordon Ramsay. I don't know why. I just, I, I like the dude. Uh, what else we got on some of the comments? Brady says, you have to be happy for Tra- Travis Etienne from Jennings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brady. I, 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 I guess, man. Um, What else? Saints this this year, Brent says, when you have most of the ingredients needed for a recipe, but you just can't bake, I know. It's almost like you got everything for the jambalaya. You know, you got your onions, your bell peppers, your sausage. You got your pork all cut up, dude. Maybe throwing a little chicken in there. You got your seasoning. You got your rice. And then you're making it and you're not confident in, in putting the rice in the water and cooking your rice in the jambalaya pot, and then it comes out crunchy, that's the saint
1: season. You're right. You're right, Brent. <laughs> so welcome back to the Power Hour Appreciate you being
0: here. It's Chris Logan, Power Hour, part of the morning show where we go in on what's trending, what are some of the top headlines, and what are some of the top stories for the day. Today is Friday, October 20th. We talked a little bit about the Saints in the Facebook Live comments because we're live on Facebook on our Planet Radio Facebook page. Uh, Brent has a, a great comment. Saints this year, when you have most of the ingredients needed for a recipe,
1: but you just can't bake. True that. True that. It's, um, and I mentioned this off
0: the air. It's almost like it's cooking a jambalaya, dude. You're excited for the jambalaya. You got your sausage all cut up. You cut up a little Boston butt. Got your onions ready. You got your bell peppers ready. Maybe you throw a little garlic in there. Maybe you put a little kitchen bouquet. I'm not going to tell anybody that you do that. You put a little cream of mushroom in there. Got your chicken stock, boy. Oh, everything's ready. Everybody's excited, right? You start browning your onions, your meat, all that stuff. It's smelling good. Everybody you invited over, dude, they're happy. Popping, you know a couple tops on a couple cold beers. You know things are getting ready. You grab your bag of rice. You put your water in there because you're gonna, you're gonna if. You're going to put the rice, you're going to cook it in the jambalaya pot. You're not going to cook the rice off the side. You put your rice in, you got your water in, and it's going. Right? Y'all still happy, dude, still kicking back on a couple beers. And when it's finally time to eat, the rice is crunchy. That's the saint season. That's what's going on right now. we, We have crunchy rice. And I I don't like crunchy rice in jambalaya. I like like a good soft rice in jambalaya. Great analogy, Brent. Great analogy. Now, I took it to the next level, but still. I put it in
1: Cajun terms. That's what's happening, dude, with the same season. Crunchy rice. Got to take everything out, start all over. Or you give 30%
0: off of your jambalaya like they're doing at the New Orleans Saints shop right now. If you go to neworleansaints.com, you want some Saints gear, it's 30% off. I got a sponsored Facebook ad this morning. (laughs) Well, let's get get to this. Because I missed it because I didn't have my main computer, my laptop that I have most of my notes. But hearing your favorite song on the radio is one of life's most delightful moments. I got to agree with that. Boy, you hear a song that's your favorite, or maybe you hear a song that you haven't heard in a
1: long time. You always want to turn it up, right? Now, it's one of the most delightful things, but according to this story, it is not at the top. It is in the top five.
0: Number 10. When you're trying to make a point and someone finally gets it.
1: I hope y'all got my analogy with the jambalaya and the saints. I hope I made my point there.
0: Number nine, your partner randomly showing you affection. Yeah, that'll make you feel good. Number eight, hearing your baby's first word. Number seven, hitting every green light. So hitting every green light comes uh, a little bit higher on the list than hearing your baby's first word. Number six, getting a bonus at work. When was the last time you got one of those? Number five is hearing your favorite song on the radio. One of life's most delightful moments. Number four, someone lets you jump in front of the line or jump in
1: line in front of them. Pretty good. Oh, dude, you going to let me go? You know, if you have a bunch
0: of items at the grocery store, your basket's full, like you just got paid, hey, let man, me, let me go ahead and go to the grocery store while I got a little bit of money. Don't feel like bending over at the end of the month. I'm going to go right now. See, your cart's kind of full. And then there's someone in the back. of you, He or she may have one or two things. You know, they just ran to the store for some milk and bread like everybody does. Go ahead and go. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, go ahead and go. Oh, thank you. Makes you feel good, like both ways. If you're that person who doesn't have a lot of items and someone lets you go, oh, man, thank you, right? You feel delightful. And if you're that person with a a big basket full of of items and you let someone go, that kind of makes you feel good, too. Number three is a random compliment from a stranger. That's pretty good. Number two, getting a surprise refund. That'll make you feel good, too. And number one on the list, finding money in your pocket. And look, we're getting to that time of year where there's a good chance you're going to find some money in a pocket. Let me explain. There's nothing like finding a $10 or $20 bill in a a coat pocket, right? It's wintertime. You put up your coats. You put up your hoodies. Ladies, you you put up the oversized sweaters. I don't think they have pockets on oversized sweaters. But you ever, you ever did that? Put on a coat from the year prior when it's cold and you put your hands in, the, in your pocket and then you pull out maybe a $10, $20 bill? Like, oh, dude, that's, this is awesome. I'm going to get to buy lunch for myself with this $20 here. I remember one time, this was a few years back. I had a feeling of delightfulness because I, I had a, a garage door opener and we had two, right? If you have a garage door opener, you probably have two and we couldn't find one. And we looked all over the place and I'm like, I know that we had two garage door openers, you know, blamed it on the kids, blamed it on the wife, just like a
1: husband does, which I'll did with my garage door opener. Nothing, daddy, you had it last. I know I didn't have it last. You, you, got, you got in there. You, you, you got your bike.
0: right? Start blaming it on everyone else like, like a daddy does because we got too much pride. <laughs> and then I remember I, I put a jacket on during the wintertime, and I, I reached into the pocket, and there was a the garage door opener. I didn't tell anybody. I just went and put it back in the cabinet where the second one went.
1: Oh, look.
0: There's our second garage door opener. <laughs> but those are some things that make you feel good. Some of life's, life's most delightful moments.
1: 8:34, power hour rolling on here, Planet Radio 106.7. Another "uh-uh" story. 400, I think I said pounds. That was my fault a while ago.
0: $400,000 worth of stolen beef found out of Florida veggie farm. People were arrested. They took some meat to the veggie farm. Two of four men accused of stealing a truck containing more than $400,000 worth of beef have been arrested. Authorities said the 53-foot trailer and a container holding the beef were reported stolen to the Orange County Sheriff's Office back on September 12th. This happened in Tampa. A GPS attached to the container placed it at KB Farm, which is a vegetable farm in Miami-Dade. When Miami-Dade police arrived at the farm, they found the suspects unloading the beef from the container. The suspects ran away, leaving behind the tractor trailer. A Miami judge said in court, quote, so I guess in Miami-Dade, they were transferring the stolen beef into another container. Police used security
1: camera video to track down and arrest 38-year-old George Blanco Diaz. The report
0: also said Lazaro can't can't pronounce his last name. Age 39 was also arrested. Two other suspects, Leandro Respo, 38, and Christian Garcia, 25, are still at large. Blanco Diaz's bond was set at $25,000. $400,000 worth of beef stolen, taken to a veggie farm. Make the connection there. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. When's the last time you had a hangover? Did you wake up with one today? What is your hangover cure. This was a study by Tulane University. says, forget mainlining coffee and chowing down on greasy food. Both will just irritate your already iffy stomach. That was always uh, a fix for a hangover, right? Get some greasy food in you, you'll be good to go. Maybe drink another beer, you'll
1: be good to go. Before you go out, You can eat a butter sandwich. That's supposed to coat your stomach. You ever heard that? Or is that just a a, a Cajun tail? So instead of coffee, instead of greasy food, the study says rehydrate with a
0: sports drink, take ibuprofen to reduce inflammation and ease your headache, and eat some kind of bland carbohydrate like a bagel or muffin says, stick to small tasks you can do in a short period of time. People with hangovers cannot concentrate for long without zoning out. So wait until your head has cleared before you take on big projects or maybe FaceTime with the boss. (laughs) So no greasy hamburger. No greasy slice of pizza. Get you a nice bagel. Nice muffin. Steven says, liquid IV is the best hangover remedy. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. I really haven't had a hangover in a while.
1: Now, I'll drink here and there, but I I really won't won't overdo it anymore. It hurts the next day, man. The older you get, the longer it takes to recover. But that's just a little way that you can cure your hangover. And what about this, dude? This is a, a bothersome story. And it happened in Tennessee.
0: This is from a local station of their News Channel 9. Parents causes punishment. Football season
1: canceled for 12-year-olds after a fight and a gun threat. Jolton, Tennessee. The remainder of this year's youth football season has been called off at
0: a league in Tennessee after a fight broke out at Saturday's game. A dog pile when players jump onto each other to recover the ball led to the fight between the Greenbrier Bobcats and the Jolton Vikings. So the 12 year old started fighting first. Coaches rushed onto the field as well as a father. Coaches told him to leave, but witnesses claim he came back a short time later with a gun that led to parents calling 911. There's a video of it. In the video, a man in a brown jacket gets into a fight. The gun is never shown, but he keeps his hand in a bag. The president of the Middle Tennessee Junior Football League told WZTV, the parent who brought the gun has been banned from all games. Also, one of the coaches is under suspension, and the league is canceling the remainder of the games for the 12-year-old Greenbrier team. The league put out the statement, quote, we told Greenbrier that they needed to do their own discipline and whatever discipline they decided on this board would look at it. Or sorry, whatever discipline they decided on, the board would look at it. And if we felt it was enough, we would be okay with it. If we felt like it needed something added to it, we would get together and the board would decide whether that needed to be added or not. So, wow, just it went to the board. According to this, this type of violence is becoming more common, even contributing to a referee shortage in the area. Boy, and that's something, and I've said this before, I, I don't think that I could be a referee. I, I don't think that I can be an umpire. I just don't have the patience for it. I, I really don't. And, dude, hats off to the ones that do it. Like, you really have to have selective hearing if you're an umpire if you're a referee, whatever, if you're doing volleyball, if you're doing football, baseball.
1: And I feel bad sometimes for baseball umpires. Because that's, that they are,
0: I, I consider, I mean, other than a volleyball, you know, basketball referee, those are close. But a baseball umpire, I feel, takes it more than anyone else. And I could be wrong on that. You might disagree with me on that. Because, you know, you take volleyball, you take basketball, there's a lot of constant action, where in baseball, not so much. you got a pitch, and then umpire calls it ball strike. Then there's some time there where you can hear some jawing, right? And then again, a pitch, a ball, or strike. And here, look, come on, Blue. Where's your glasses, Blue? Look, and I'm not an angel here. I've been tossed out of a, of a couple of little league baseball games. I was tossed out of a
1: football game. I, was, I think so. I think a total of three for me. Um, but I mean the the football game. I was I was on the field coaching,
0: and there was a fumble recovery, and me, and and we picked it up like it was as plain as day. And so I argued that we we picked it up, and then the the uh, referee threw me out. I forgot what was it? Uh, baseball. One of the times it was uh, during a, a regional tournament. It was a call at the plate, and I argued that the umpire threw me out. And I forget well, what was the other time. It was it was another call.
1: Get out of here.
0: <laughs> so I'm not an angel in this. Wait, I'm 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 not going to be packing though. <laughs> I mean, I was never packing. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think it was safe. No, coach, it was out. Uh, he was safe after I think about it. We do that, sad 12 year olds. And and that it comes to that, right? I mean, I know I'm kind of joking around, but it, it, it really is sad. I mean, a, a gun. Definitely an uh uh-uh uh story there. A43, power hour rolling on. Planet Radio 106.7, 66 degrees. I think it's still a little foggy. I don't have any windows here. Inside the studio here, Chris Logan Media, so I can't see outside. But on my computer, it says 66 degrees and fog. How old should your kid be before he or she can go trick-or-treating alone? According to child safety experts, you should wait until the age of 12. That's how old children should be before they go trick-or-treating without an adult. Until age 12, children don't have the depth and hearing perception it takes to navigate the streets safely at night.
1: See, for me, 12, look, and if, if your kid's older than 12 and they go trick-or-treating, whatever.
0: But, you know, to me, 12 is that age where I think kids kind of start like second-guessing. They may start second-guessing around 10, 11, 12. Might not be cool for them to go and do trick-or-treating. And maybe they just want to walk the streets with their pandas have their school clothes on oh, with a Super 1 plastic bag going around trying to get some candy. I I, I, I get it. This says the age of 12 is when kids should go trick-or-treating by themselves. And I saw this too. Can you eat the pumpkin that you use for your Halloween jack-o'-lantern? If you listen to the show, you know I am not a fan of Pumpkin flavoring, you know, I am not a fan of pumpkin spice at all. <laughs> it's one of the, the things that I do not like. According to food and safety experts, they say, no, do not eat the pumpkin when you carve out your jack-o'-lantern. You can use a pumpkin as a cooking ingredient or as a decoration, it says, but not both.
1: It says you can save the seeds and roast them. So I guess it's just handling the
0: raw pumpkin. as says pumpkins are a low-acid vegetable. So once they're cut, they sit at room temp. Pathogens will grow rapidly on the skin. It says you could eat the pumpkin if you decorate it without cutting it by drawing or painting a face on the pumpkin instead of carving it. But even then, bigger carving pumpkins aren't ideal for eating since they usually don't have the best flavor or texture. Didn't know that. That could be a, this is a bruh, you knew that. But anything with pumpkins, nah. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that one. I'm going to go ahead and pass on the pumpkin spice flavor. You can have your pumpkin spice latte. You can get the pumpkin spice bacon if you want. They got that at Rouse's. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to politely pass.
1: That is, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Also, is this the worst guess in Wheel of Fortune history?
0: And I believe this recently happened. And, dude, you can you can look at videos, YouTube, social media, whatever it is, and you can see some of the worst guesses on Wheel of Fortune, maybe some of the worst guesses on Family Feud, best guesses on Family Feud. But Rashad Jennings, if you're a... Uh, Football fan, you may remember the name Rashad Jennings. He played seven seasons in the NFL. He also won season 24 of Dancing with the Stars. I didn't know that. So he's a great
1: football player. Cat can dance. But he's not that great at Wheel of Fortune. Rashad Jennings, perhaps made, he made the worst attempt to solve a puzzle Wednesday night.
0: So the phrase was, driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. And the only, only letter missing was the Q in Quentin. So Rashad Jennings spins the wheel. I think he landed on 600 bucks. So you're thinking, oh, man, good. Congratulations. You know, you, you finally got it. You spun the wheel. You didn't get bankrupt. $600 for your Q. Solve the puzzle. And then you move on with with your life. Hopefully make it to the little grand prize or whatever they call it at the end. And dude said a P. Quentin. (laughs) That's Quentin's cousin, Quentin. Uh, He directs other kinds of movies. He he doesn't do uh, major films. He does movies that you can see online. Driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino. He was just one letter off, though, where Rashad Jennings was. Instead of guessing uh, uh, Q, he guessed a P. Oh boy, some of those videos are funny. Or when they mispronounce things and they still don't get it, and they don't understand why. Oh, that's it. I, f- I forgot there was a video I saw not that long ago, and I think all three contestants mispronounced one of the words, and I'm thinking, like, what are you what are you doing? Now, I mispronounce things a lot. I'm not perfect when it comes to that. You know, but if you want me to pronounce jungle, I mean like easy stuff like that, I can. Bad last names, you know, not so much from time to time. But if there's an easy wheel of fortune puzzle, I'm gonna solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. 849, we're rolling on
1: here. Power Hour Planet Radio 106.7. Tonight, in Baton Rouge, the Baton Rouge
0: Raising Cane's River Center, got the Rock Resurrection Tour, Theory of a Dead Man, Skillet, and St. Sonia. We had 10 pair of tickets and we gave away the past couple weeks. It wasn't last week, but the couple weeks before that. So enjoy the show.
1: I believe tickets are still available for that show tonight if you want to go and check out a rock show. Also, what else did I want to mention about? Oh, I wanted to mention the Planet Radio Fantasy Football League with Twin Peaks.
0: Let's see where I stand. You got your fantasy football players in. You had anyone last night on the Saints or Jags. I'm in fifth place, and I'm trying to move up. I'm three and three. Our top four are all four and two. So if if I can get a win this week, and I beat Phil from Twin Peaks last week, and he was kind of upset at me. Said he wasn't listening anymore because I beat him. But Chad and Daniel, Jamie, Alex, Kendall, Dwayne, Brandon, Jace, and Phil from Twin Peaks, they got us a nice little league. Our first ever Planet Radio Twin Peaks league. And look, if you want a place to watch the game, do it at Twin Peaks. On Johnston Street, maybe you want to watch some Major League Baseball tonight. Pretty sure they probably got some kind of special. They got some great food.
1: Got some great servers. They got some cold, cold beer. Make sure to get you a tall. Don't get you a small one. If you want to watch
0: college football tomorrow, you want to watch NFL on Sunday, you want to watch Monday night football, do
1: it at Twin Peaks. They got different promotions almost like every day of the week. Even some giveaways and
0: stuff too. But go check them out over at Twin Peaks. Watch the game there. Maybe it's Friday. Maybe you get off at noon, dude? y'all locking up the shop at noon. y'all leave. y'all go to Twin Peaks. Get you a little cold beer, maybe some fried pickles or something like that.
1: We're gonna knock off at twelve. Ball, we going to uh, Twin Peaks this afternoon. but who do, who do I play? Let me see. Uh Wait, I play
0: somebody that changed their they changed their name. Oh dude, I scored 22 points last night. Who
1: I, who did I have? i you going I'm I'm confused here. Why do I just have 4 points but it shows 22? Either way, all right. Yeah, something something's not right. So I'm playing Jamie Jamie's in last place, so hopefully I beat Jamie. If not, I'm going to give up the rest of the
0: season. Sorry, Jamie. And I feel bad because I get to smack talk uh, on the radio, and they don't. We only smack talk in our group text. But it's been a fun league. Hopefully we get to do it next year. Maybe we get to make it bigger next year. This is our first time teaming up with Twin Peaks and doing the Fantasy Football League. Next year, hopefully we can make it bigger, maybe have multiple leagues, you know, all draft on one night. That, that would be pretty cool. I'd get some prizes. We're not really playing for money, just playing for some Planet Radio swag and some Twin Peaks gift cards. It's just, I mean, all in fun. But how is your fantasy football team doing? I'm, I'm not doing that well. Although, I, I'm kind of like the Saints. I'm like the Saints of fantasy football this year. Like, I expected a lot, and it, it's not quite turning out. And but, and but in one league, it's all because of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase had a very slow start to the season. But just about time to wrap up the power hour, the final hour of the show. Coming up, we're going to get back to more 90s and 2000s Rock. Don't forget, it's Friday, the weekend tomorrow. A lot of our great weekend shows here on Planet Radio. Tomorrow, Saturday, I'll do the 90s Rock Rewind. Not sure where we're going to go tomorrow. Where did we go last week? I think we went to 1999. We might go to like 1996 tomorrow. Count down the top 10, 12 songs and however many we can fit in the hour. That happens at 10 a.m. every Saturday morning thanks to Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy. It's the 90s Rock Rewind. Make sure to check it out. Then tomorrow night, we have Saturdays, S-A-D, Saturdays with Hunter DeBlanc. And it's our emo pop punk show. And that's all brought to you by J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist with V.E. Roofing. And our new sponsor details a salon on James Como Road. And then day we got some Planet Radio Classics, man. The Hangover Cafe at noon with Nick. Sorry, from 10 to noon with Nick. And that's all brought to you by Pizza Village on Kali Saloon and Moss Street. Then Seth takes over with the Loud Hour on Sunday night. That's our local rock show. It's the same local rock show you remember from back in the day. Seth just decided to change the name to the Loud Hour. And that's powered by J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist with V.E. Roofing 2. And then Ty is in with The Grindhouse. If you like metal, make sure to check out The Grindhouse every Sunday night from 8 until 10. And that is brought to you by Dulo's Tattoo. So what do we have coming up next hour? Oleander, going to get to live, Blink-182, which, by the way, Blink-182's new album, that drops today. Three Doors Down, White Stripes, 311 saliva coming up next hour too so the final hour of the show on the way hang on